Ian, come on, Ian. People deluded. I'm back again. By now, standard procedures. You know the vibes. As usual, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. Hopefully, everyone's having a progressive week and you and your loved ones are healthy. Smash the like button. Make sure your notifications are on, people. And don't rely on your notifications. That goes out to Twitch and YouTube. One love to the Twitch ones as well. As you know, we're here till whenever 3.40... 4.45 people, I'm lying to you, look, 4.45, we begin our watch along for PSV Eindhoven versus Arsenal, it's game week five where the Europa League's concerned, hopefully we, you know, we're going through, but hopefully we confirm a victory today, top the group, and then against Zurich, I know a couple of young players have travelled throughout the Europa League campaign, couple of young players or players that are on the fringes because Arteta has gone very hard and um, in terms of his lineup and things for the Europa League to co confirm qualification sooner rather than later. Against Zurich, they can get some game time. Now, obviously, I don't know what Mikel Arteta is going to do today because probably needs to rest some players and, and you can see the fatigue, but psh, PSV are going to want revenge. It's going to be a different game in Holland. So, yeah, we'll deal with that. But, yeah, you should see it pinned to the live message. Twitch gang, make sure you check, check your schedules because it should be there. Regardless, YouTube ones, I've posted a link. One love to the 26 people who have hit the like button on that live stream already. Very appreciative of such. And I normally on match days have a poll going. Let's start a poll there. Who? Well, you're not going to see it now. You can see the next one in the chat if you're on YouTube. Who wins tonight? put that in there man just because it makes it a bit better for the youtube ones psv well arsenal psv and obviously the only reality that could happen if neither team wins is a draw i'll take a point really and truly you know really i'd love to win but i'd take i'd take a point today 
We're already through in it, confirmed the last 16 via topping the group rather than the last 32. Where Arsenal are concerned, we obviously know um, teams that are dropping down from the Champions League now. You've got Barcelona, you've got Juventus, you've got Ajax. I'm pretty sure you've got Atletico Madrid, who we have history with in the latter stages of the competition a couple of years ago. Man United are still there, we're here. And there's probably another team that will be dark horses. So the Europa League won't be easy. But much like our league campaign, we just need to keep going. Dream World would obviously be a double for well, treble for Arsenal, really. You know, confirmed champions. There's no trophy for top four, but in terms of what we're trying to aspire for this season, if we can top the group, confirm qualification, um, that's great. Um, and obviously go all the way in the Europa League, potentially the final and winning it. You'd love to do what you can in the FA Cup. And as much as Arsenal fans are entertaining, potentially winning the league, and I hope they are right, probably realistic you know let's try and aim for second at this moment in time but as i always say second third fourth don't care first don't care how you do it would love to be top let's just confirm that we're in the champions league and nothing's decided while arsenal have been good this season and you know we, we dropped points against united and southampton we're not a perfect team you know we're not going to win every game take maximum points from every game so it's not confirmed that we're going to be in the top four you can never arsenal united ajax now that they've dropped in atletico um Barcelona, Juventus, you, none of these teams want to be in this competition, but you're in it. It's a chance to win a European title, really and truly, but it's not confirmed that we're going to do that. So we need to give ourselves the best possible platform. And that's just literally by doing what we've been doing. Um, obviously, November is the last final push until the World Cup. I think we've got Chelsea, you know, we've got Brighton, I think twice in the Cup and obviously in general. A um, couple of tough games, really. But as they say, there's no easy games in professional football. There's no easy games in the Premier League, people. So we just need to keep doing what we're doing and continue doing what we're doing, essentially. Big up you lot tuned in, people. But yeah, that's all I would say in relation to that. You know, again, I would love to knock Juventus out. I'd love to knock Barcelona out. Um I'd love to knock anyone that's in our way, people. So, yeah, man, the Europa League is going to be a test. And since we've dropped into the Europa League for the, the last couple of years now, I say to be I say couple to be kind, I know that we can get through the group. I know we can give people a game, but we've let ourselves down in the latter stages of this competition. We got all the way to Chelsea. That is not a performance. You know, I think personally the players let down uh, Uno Emre when we got battered against Chelsea in the Europa League final. Um, I think the players let themselves down. Kishelny against Atletico Madrid. I think the manager, Mikel Arteta, and the players can take collective blame for our failings against Villarreal. Um, and the one for me would be Olympiacos. I know Aubameyang missed a chance. Leno could have done better in the Emirates tie. But that game should have been put to bed in Greece, in which was the first leg, I believe. So we just need to keep doing what we're doing, really. You know, there's no easy games. There's no easy games in Europe. You know, I'd love to win because, again, I haven't seen my team win a European trophy in my lifetime like that. Of, of date. Um, obviously, we're a young squad. Anytime you can win trophies, a bit like losing and failure in life is 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 contagious. If you win, winning and success is 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 contagious as well. And you know, we've won a Community Shield English Super Cup. We've won the the FA Cup. That's beginning to start this winning mentality. And you know, that's the what's our whole point. If we're not, maybe it's a top six luxury. But Arsenal, if we're not aspiring to be top of the league eventually one day in the envy of the world, what are we doing? You know, there has to be an end goal. We can't just. And I know Arsenal. I'm not saying Arsenal are doing this, but we can't just develop young talents for the sake of it. There has to be an end goal in mind. Obviously, that end goal is seeing these lot reach maturity, you know, and obviously, if they all collectively develop where they need to develop, we should have a good team and players that could be sold on for profit and things like that. So, yeah, man. 
It is what it is regarding that. We'll get into everything else. I want to go over Mikel Arteta's press conference. Special K, I'm doing well, man. I hope you are as well. Defo think we'll see a strong team so we can secure top spot and won't have to play extra games. I mean, Odegaard and Mikel Arteta as well as Xhaka throughout the Europa League campaign so far, they've been repeatedly saying such. So you'd imagine Arsenal, United, Juventus, Barca, Ajax, all Spurs group could potentially drop down as well because Spurs just need a point. But, it, you know, Sporting were top of that group. Marseille were in a good position. Spurs are still top, but they're making it difficult and they're going to, they'll beat Marseille realistically. I hope Marseille win. Guendouzi, Tavares, Kolasinac, Alexis, you know, Arsenal alumni there. But Spurs will probably go through for banner purposes. We'd love them to join us in this competition. Atletico slash Leverkusen, Sevilla, you know, Milan potentially. I assume you're talking about AC Milan slash Salzburg because Chelsea are top of their group. Shakhtar's not going to be kind and neither is Leipzig again. And to be fair, every away game, bro, I don't want to play no one. I don't really like playing away games in the Premier League. You know, the lot, the, the, the one like Black Marks, and I don't even like that. It's crazy how, you know, in society, the term black is a, is a, is, is attached to like bad things in it. But the one sort, let's just say stain, the one stain against them, um, against us has been away from home. St. Mary's on the best of days, we struggled there. We, we didn't get three points. Old Trafford, abysmal record day. You know, I am old enough to remember when we won the league title there. So it is a bit, I do struggle to comprehend how we really, you know, couple FA Cup wins and that, but in the league, United have got our number at Old Trafford. So, Again, you know, I, you quantify that. Bro, I don't want to go athletic, want to go Madrid where Atletico is concerned. I don't really want to play at the Camp Nou, even though the two German teams that I've seen go there in Frankfurt and Bayern Munich have taken over. No one really wants to go Sevilla. It's not quite the Sevilla side, but you don't want to go there. You don't want to play Shakhtar where they got players playing for moves. You don't want to play Leipzig. You know, Salzburg the same. Do you really want to go Milan? You know, on our day, I think we could take on all these teams and everyone else should feel the same way. But, boy, I don't know, really. So, yeah, tough teams. So, the you know, and we avoid some of these teams if we do our job today and against Zurich and take at least a minimum of four points, really. Even if we lose against PSV, you should imagine that we'll top the group. But again, I don't want to get into that territory. That's a that's not a mentality to be doing, really and truly. That that airs, that 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 carries an air of comp smash the light button, people. That carries an air of complacency. Complacency in life is a killer, really. And for Arsenal. You know, we, we're beginning to move in the right direction. We haven't moved in the right direction because we haven't confirmed, like in May, that we're in the final slash winning Europa or the FA Cup or the League Cup or confirming one of the, the you know, via the domestic campaigns. We're on the right direction. We're in the right, going in the right direction, but we're yet to meet that destination. So let's just keep doing what we're doing, isn't it, really and truly? Not count our chickens before they hatch, not get too excited, you know, take the good and make it great improve the bet the things that we evidently need to improve and see where it takes us really and truly so yeah it is what it is in that regard smash the like button if you haven't already people and get your opinions in europa looks maddish europa bro you know bro, it's a european competition you know you have to expect but the good thing for arsenal if we do what we need to do you can at some point you're gonna have to buck the big teams but if we can avoid certain things you know barcelona Juventus, Atletico. To be fair, even a couple of the teams um, that were just that were just listed by CeeLo as well. You don't. You're gonna have to cross their path at some time. But yeah, people, it is what it is in that regards. I think we're all in alignment. Not guaranteed Juventus as they have PSG, so they could be wiped out of Europe this year. Hopefully, you know, so we can laugh at Vlahovic some more, some some more. They could be, and on current form, boy, you, that is a very big possibility. But. I'd expect them to get that place. Barca, Juventus, Atletico, and in brackets, hopefully Spurs, are your new Europa League opponents still winning it? 
Wait, if we're not trying to win this thing, what's the point being in it, fam? Nothing's an assurance, you know, but it's like Royal Rumble, bro. You had the Brock Lesnar's and them kind of man there. You had guys like Scotty Too Hotty trying to get a meal ticket to WrestleMania. You have to try a thing, in it, really? You never know, man. Maths don't add up. Sorry, let me make a timestamp as well, because I'm acting. See, no YouTuber cares about you lot's viewing experience more than me. I'm well aware some of you joining late, some of you missed the live stream. So this is why you should check out the description where it's got a lot of damn information and you can find what you need, people. Mass don't add up. Danilo, 20 mil. Mudrick, 50 mil. Yeri, we must be 60, 70. Mr. Forbes living up to your name, bro. When it comes to this transfer stuff, I'm with you, you know. For me, 50 million don't move me. Again, not even 100 million moves me, and it's not even the finances. I do believe 50 million, if you do the scouting thing and we're good at negotiating and all them things, you could find people that could pattern the squad of a certain profile. Of course, the more money, the higher calibre of players, but also at the same time, and I'm no transfer man, 50 million doesn't mean we're giving 50 million for Joe Blog straight away. They're getting it up front. That's not how business works. There's all different variables, incentives, like how you have performance-based uh, contracts in players. Certain variables are performance-based where money's lended. That's a bit like Pepe. We probably spent too much on Pepe, but we didn't give them 72 million. You know, it was all in terms of variables that if certain things happen and Pepe became the player that we would have loved him to be for this football club, or even a small percentage of it, we won the FA Cup in that. Um we, you know, we would have ran 72 million. So maybe it's a thing where there's 50 million. Danilo's team are saying we'll hold 5 million, run us back the rest of the 15. Mudrick, the same sort of logic in Jeremy as well. But again, we do keep hearing where the transfer budget, whether it's in January or the summer, one minute we hear, we, we've, we've seen us here in Warchest, 200 plus million and not really spent a dime. We've heard 50 million and spent a lot more. You know, the papers are always going to get clicks in it. You know, they, you know, Gabriel Jesus is in for a bit of issues. There was a lot of talking points with our defeat to United, but we're not doing the at this moment in time, it's not the typical Arsenal things, you know, and the typical crumbling. So the papers aren't really writing their own headlines. So they're having to be creative. And when you hear 50 million in line with obviously Arsenal fans, myself included, would like a centre mid or two, definitely a winger and a couple of other things. When you hear 50 million, we're having the same conversation. They're just trying to pay their bills in it. So we'll never know. Unless you're Mikel Arteta, Edu, uh, the, the owners, the necessary parties, but not the players. They don't know either, you know, really. We don't know what Arsenal are planning to do. I've seen my club spend little and get a lot out of certain players. I've seen us spend a lot and get very little out of certain players. So for me, it's all about spending correctly. Of course, the more money, the higher calibre of player. Like when we've been linked with Milinkovic, Savic, Vlahovic, Locatelli, it seems like there is money to be spent. Milinkovic, Savic is a bit forced. But then we've also seen now Rafina wanted Barcelona and then Chelsea. But if you done the move early and got to put the money down you get your man Pedro Neto they're playing hardball Douglas Luiz and Telemans whether they're worth it, it's another thing we know when there's a certain caliber of player whether they're a household Premier League name or they're you know evident game changers you have to put the bread down nobody wants to sell good players like that and if they do it comes at a cost you know again Van Dijk and Allison have worked out very well for, for Liverpool but in terms of business if they could do you really think Liverpool wanted to spend 70 odd million on Van Dijk uh, or, or however much on Allison, It comes with the territory, really and truly. You know, City's a bit different, but they went out there and spent 80-odd on Haaland. It's a bargain, but in terms of everything, which is a deal and a bargain, but if they could, they would have spent a lot less. And even when you look at when City have assembled, even, even Liverpool, you know, they bought smart both teams. At the time, Salah, if he was watching Italian League, he was doing all right at Fiorentina and that. He, people were still a bit um and ah They grabbed him. They grabbed Jota. They got Firmino. 
Mane, people, he was there at Southampton for the taking, a bit like Bruno Gamara's at Lyon. Lucas, for example, of them buying smart, smartly. And shout out to Eddie Howe because he's doing a good job on all fronts, you know, retraining players. They're just getting better and better. You know, they've Liverpool currently have bought Diaz, but you look at their signings. Joe Gomez has been a decent signing for them historically, maybe not so much of late. But when you make smart additions, suddenly you've got a better crop of players. And we've kind of done that, you know, again, in the last two windows, you've got Saka come through. Again, big up Raul Sanye and, and, and Emre and that. And maybe even Edu was involved in the scouting. But Martinelli, he's getting better. Saka's come through the academy. Smith Road, the same. Jesus for a decent fee. Zinchenko, Ben White, Ramsdale and many others. And suddenly there's a decent crop of players. You look at City at the time. People were in and ahhing about, about Kevin De Bruyne. You know, they went and bought Bernardo Silva, a player that I wanted. Of course, they've pushed the ball out, but a couple of their signings haven't been cheap, but they haven't necessarily been expensive. So we, we have two choices. We either spend money and just put, you know, outbid teams, or we spend correctly and move for these players before they become known like that, which fans always want it both ways, you know, We're buying unknown players, but then you want the club to buy players before their household names and you have to overpay and things like that. It comes with business, especially when it comes to Premier League teams because the gap is smaller, you know, Liverpool, I mean, United definitely not, but 80 million on Maguire. You go back to the early 2000s, that's a 10, that, that's maybe even 5 million really. Clubs are not going to be bullied anymore. And where the English clubs are concerned for all of us, everyone knows you've got even more money. Sometimes teams in the Premier League, a lot of teams in the Premier League that are barely even scratching the top 10. You look at the higher end Spanish and, and uh, Italian clubs and that, they're probably watching with envy of the money of the Premier League and the riches really and truly. And that's why a lot of people want Super League. Well, well currently where Barca are heading, where Juventus are heading, where Arsenal and Man United are at. Maybe that's why we all try to sign up for that Super League thing really and truly. Um, so I don't know really, but yeah, man, that's what, that's what I would say in relation to that. Um, let's call that Jan thoughts. So yeah, man. Hopefully we got something cooking for Jan. But I've been here for the since I've started my YouTube career. I've been thinking surely, or well, let's whittle it down. Since we signed Partey, where there was our hype and we're gonna buy eight and a six. Some fans said we needed a six more than an eight. We needed both. Whenever that was in the windows in January and summers that has followed, as you lot know, some of you big up to you lot that have been following. All I've wanted is centre midfielder or centre midfielders and. You kind of think surely it's a formality. Like last January, thinking surely there's a midfielder there. There might be a striker because of Bamian's game, but surely there's a midfielder. We didn't do anything. This summer we started well. We got the signings in early. Um, and then obviously it didn't end positively. Failed pursuit of Pedro Neto at the time. Rafina didn't bang. Obviously scrambling around at, um, on deadline day for Douglas Louise. Telemans, based on rumours and reports and all them transfer donnies, which again should serve as a reminder that nobody really knows what's going on, you know, that it would be a formality that we bring someone in. In fact, even Fabio Vieira, that kind of, if he was in the know, George Mendes, people connected at Arsenal and maybe one, two journalists, you might have known that one was brilliant, but Fabio Vieira in the summer, it come out of nowhere for Arsenal, really and truly. It's like we just woke up one day, he, he, he signed in for the club, innit? Now, there was obviously Jesus, Zinchenko, they were... Definitely Jesus, but they were a long pursuit sort of thing. And to be honest, Arsenal were kind of frontline. I'm so sure. Did we play City? Did we play City or was there a game at the Emirates? And Edu <clears throat> gave an interview to the Brazilian press and he was talking about his pursuit for Jesus and all of that. So we'll have to see, man. But nobody truly knows what's going on, man. Not a single journalist now. So obviously, it all depends who your contacts are, really. Even the Rafinha thing. When you read between the fine lines, it's like Chelsea are second choice. Barca are first, 
he'll listen to Arsenal. He's enticed by Arsenal, but there's levels in this at this moment in time. We, at one, at, that was in the fine print. But at one point, if you was listening to Ornstein and that, you was led to believe, yo, we might actually just get this Rafina guy. And based on how he's playing with Lavich, some fans will say bullets dodged, but you got to give people time and that, man. Leal thoughts. I like Rafa Leal. I do give a bit of Italian tax to any Italian attacker or defender or striker because... I don't think the league is as good as it as it can be. And as, as much as I don't believe this, I think one of you lot made the comment one day and I've been thinking about it ever since. It's like, how come some of these strikers or players that are not necessarily the most best or, or good, they go Italy and big up the Italian league because they've got good players. We've got Tommy Assi. They go them sides and they kind of get clout on their name. Like, obviously, sometimes it's a cultural thing. Like, it, Atalanta have a bunch of them. You know, is it Martin Deron? I remember when he was at Middlesbrough, he didn't bang. He did well at Atalanta. Obviously, you know, Osman went over there and he's been banging it. Didn't really work out for Tammy Abraham. He's scoring goals. Immobile tried to go Germany, didn't bang. Very prolific over them sides, really. So it all depends. Tomori looked a bit shaky against Chelsea. And I'm being harsh, but I'm just trying to show an example. You know, it looked a bit shaky against Chelsea. He can't, he can only get praise over them sides. And I think even Fabio Capello said something like that as well. So I do give Rafa Liao a bit of that tax, but it's hard not to like him, isn't it, really? He's wavy, takes a man on, could play up front, probably more more suited on the left wing. You know, it looks like they want to tie him down to a new contract and kind of what we've been speaking about, them kind of guys, if you're not putting down the money, you can forget about it. Like Tenali, like Benassi, who I would like, would love to return back to the Emirates, man. Danilo is the only realistic signing for a decent price. I don't know, man. Maguire must be worth 10 to 20 million at most these days. Similar overpayment to Pepe. Thoughts on us getting two wingers and Smith Rowe to evolve in the future into the Jacaro. Long term, Smith Rowe could do that. I don't see us buying two wingers. Maybe a striker that could play out wide. I don't think we'll get a striker in January. I think, you know, we'll give Eddie and Ketty time to show what he's on, see what's going on with Balogun. And maybe in the summer, if there's something to be done there, I'm all for it because. Hopefully, we're back in the Champions League and, and whatnot. But I don't think a striker is a priority. Um, and I, I think it would be one winger. We'd be lucky to just get one winger in. I'd, I'm all for it. If you could get two wingers that lift the club and to go with Martinelli, Smith-Rowe, when fit, able to play out there, why not really and truly? There is a spot for another winger. Let's just say Marquinhos and Reese Nelson, who haven't pulled up any trees. Let's just say they did pull up trees and they were doing the Martinelli kind of infectious thing. You know, we'd still probably get another winger, but you'd have two guys sort of thing. So I'll be all for it, really. But I want to address the middle of the park at, at most first. And I would actually, before before we, another winger, I'd like a strike. And I'd actually like another centre-half, as I said. Um, so, yeah, man. Smith Rowe long to not just Smith Rowe, Odegaard, Zinchenko, Smith Rowe, Fabio Vieira, they should all be groomed so that they can play as eights one day. Pardon me, as well as you know, they all play a bunch of other roles as well. Look at City, you know, you've seen Bernardo Silva, it's not his strong point, but you've seen him play out wide in the 10, you've seen him play as a six. I've seen Gabriel Jesus do it, uh, Pep's crazy, but players are left back at times as well as on the on the flanks and up front. Sinchenko can play a bunch of roles. When you've got intelligent and competent players, I'm all for it. It's when we've had guys that are not that. One, one winger, one centre mid, one left-sided centre-back. I hear that. I mean, Danilo looks decent. I'm no, ex I'm no expert, but I'd give him a bit of tax. He's young, he's joining a new league. I would love for him to hit the ground running, but a bit naive, you know. So, yeah, bring him in. If we've scouted him and he's he's one for the future, why not really bring him to the carpet? Resell value that, Tosh. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Also, don't forget 4.45 today, people, will be watching PSV versus Arsenal. Glad we didn't get Yuri. He's bang average. Bit harsh. 
this moderate price has deflated me. What's your take on 50 million this jam window? Yes, I think I've kind of covered that. If we're not looking to beat Barca and them teams, we're in Europa. Why are we pressing for Champions League places? Tell them again, as bring forward whoever comes forward. Um, bring forward whoever comes forward. We need to pattern up a champion mentality. Exactly. If it bring Joe Blocks to the carpet, Fenerbahce, Betis, Sociedad, Freiburg, Monaco, Lazio, and Renz are the teams we could see in the next round. And they're all good. You know, Renz got a couple of young players we should be looking to bring in. Lazio, Malinkovic, Savic, Derby, Fenerbahce, Turkish fans are crazy. So a trip to Turkey could be good, but also scary. And you have to fear the unknown, man. We've seen bigger upsets. They said last season Champions League would have been ahead of schedule. Can't see a quiet Jan window. That has to be the target. And hopefully they've learned from being burnt by Spurs. This Jan sign is great points, low profile. All three of these players are unproven and overpriced. Much rather get Telemans than Danilo and get a proven, proper proven winger. It comes with the what up, DG. Can we all celebrate Spurs Comedy Festival of Delight? Yeah, why not? But I would love for them not to confirm qualification at the group first. If we want to win Europa, we have to beat some of these big teams. But first, we have to win the group and advance to the round of 16. Genuinely baffled as to how Jeremy costs so much. He ain't done nothing in the game. He ain't like Vinny level. I mean, potential in youngsters is the new buzzword. You know, if I put randomly, you know, look at Ethan. Ethan, don't get twisted, is a great little young player and can become a player in the future. But there's a lot of football in Wells that, He's the next star now. You know, if you're a 15, 16 year old, you play in the first team, train with the first team. People start saying you can win the Ballon d'Or by your 18, 19. Someone mentioned Vinicius. You know, Vinicius was doing his thing in Brazil. Took him a while to kind of, in line with being a young player, took him a while to kind of show that added quality. And they kind of written him off initially and they're back to praising him. And he's still only 21 and been around for years. So if you've got a young player, it's the new buzzword. It's the new seller. Everything in football, whether it's managers and players, in my opinion, it's always what you can do. It's never what you've actually done. You know, again, Kylian Mbappe, fantastic young player doing his thing at Monaco. But the fee at the time to PSG was what he could be in the future. And, you know, that comes with Jude Bellingham. That comes with uh, Tushimani, other sort of exceptions as well, people. And that extends to managers as well. Our very old manager, Mikel Arteta. I mean, no disrespect to him. He's doing quite well. But he got the job of what he could be in the future. And obviously, hearing the, what he did with the wingers at City, he don't have no proof. He didn't come to Arsenal beyond... Doing the training thing with any proven credentials, really. And that, that goes with everyone. Xavi, bro, my man was in Dubai and that managing and he's got the Barca job. And to be fair, if it wasn't Xavi and maybe he will be a success, can't rule out anyone. But, you know, if Xavi wasn't Xavi, if that was any other bar, not Barcelona coach, Valverde, Setin, uh, Tato Martino, the writing would have been on the wall, wouldn't it? For him. Booking Villa today for Portugal next year, June 26th to the 5th of July. Afro Beats four-day festival on the Argyle Breach. But have fun, mate. Have fun. You know what you need to do. Score some goals, man. Don't move like Jesus of late. <laughs> I don't know about any of that, though, man. I'm just content creator still. Potential is the most expensive commodity. There you have it. Thoughts on us as 10 or as title contenders, never mind the Champions League. You keep winning games and you keep having it as a conversation. Fair enough, but... I uh, well, uh, Arsenal are not going to win the league. You know, we haven't got that added quality. We've got a young, a number of young potential players. You know, when you look at City, first things first, you need to score goals. They've got goal scorers and they've got a proven one in Haaland. 
you need to know a certain amount of clean sheets. And we've shown improvement in this aspect. But if we're talking about title contenders, the variable shift, you know, there's a lot of young players. And you see there was naiveties at Old Trafford. There was naiveties at Southampton that cost us and fluctuated the three points. There was even naiveties in games against Leicester, against Fulham, against Villa, you know, that, that saw us win games really and truly. So there's, there's a lot that we haven't done really. How good are you at your worst? I don't know how good Arsenal are at their worst. And if they have an ability to still grind out results, because even though we've, fought back and shown adversity. It's not like we've been terrible in any of these Premier League games. We've been a bit flat of recent. So when it comes to title challenges, it's a completely different ball game. Completely different ball game. I, I, by all means, I love the fact that it is a talking point, but Arsenal will fall short. But if we aim for the moon and we fall near the stars, I'm all for that as well, broski. So keep fighting. You never know, but you need a lot. We need a lot to happen. A lot of variables that we can't control as well as the ones that we need to control for us. So, yeah, man, let's run before we can walk, man. Let's walk before we can run, sorry. Um, let's just focus on what we need to focus. If we could win it, you know, no one would be more happier than me to be proven wrong, but you're setting yourself up for failure if you genuinely believe Arsenal are winning this league. And on paper, it's 10-11 games. What is that going to look like when the next 10 games played? And I hope the conversation is still there, as I said, but you lot are smart enough to draw your own conclusions. I have seen that Wenger thing. DG, would you take an early exit in the Europa League if it meant we put forth a title charge the rest of the season, or would you rather win the Europa League but scrape top four? Well, if it means the same variable, in it? Like, because title charge or challenge doesn't mean winning it. Liverpool ran it all the way to the last day of the season, really, to the point where Salah thought he scored the winner. That's not going down in history. Well, it might be, but they didn't win it. So I'd always pick actually winning things. If you're telling me we could scrape top four and win the Europa League, I'll take that. Because I don't care if it's however many points that you need, just get top four. We'll deal with what we need to deal with. And you have a Europa League that will be permanently etched in the history of Arsenal fans. You know, title challenge, bro, there's no point running a race if for the sake of running. That man want to win first, second or third. There's no point talking to a girl if, you know, you're not going to do certain things. You know, some people are just happy to do that. But wouldn't you rather, you know, make that your girlfriend or whatever if you like them enough? You know, that's just, I don't want to be part of no experiences. Football's about winning. It's it's, it's deeper than just winning uh, again. But fundamentally, we're in this to win. If any of them players were to, you know, you'd have to, what you, I don't know any of the players. Well, not where the youth, not where the academy, not where the first team's concerned. But you ask any of them players, would you rather be in with a challenge or confirm that you're going to get Champions League, which was probably the goal in the summer, and actually win the Europa League, actually get a medal? That's a myth, man. I want a proper title challenge when we're genuine contenders from the start of the season one day. And that's my title challenge, not this I call. Nothing to do with us. We've done well, not criticising us, but we've taken advantage of things we're doing well. We can't be in control of what other teams are doing. You know, the pay table doesn't like this moment in time. We've handled what we needed to handle and other people haven't. But, boy, I don't know if that's a hype. That's a hype, man. I don't know if I'm with that, man. Bridesmaid, exactly. Bridesmaid, perfect example. No point being a bridesmaid all the time. If no one wants to cough, you dead. I'd rather that guy from Napoli... Karak, I can't say his name, but you know what I'm talking about. I'd rather him over the RB and Mudrick. Title challenge doesn't mean we lose it, though. I can only deal with what you said and how I interpret it, you know. I don't know for challenge. If we're not winning stuff, you know, you just, in your sentence, you said scrape top four and win Europa League. So I could only interpret that as confirmed Europa League. Champions, another trophy under the armor of Mikel Arteta to go with the English Super Cup Community Shield, as some refer to it as, and obviously top four to go with the FA Cup winning mentality. 
saw a stat that Xavi hasn't won a Champions League game in two years or something crazy. I would love Endrick and, and Pino and Mudrick, but that's FM sort of stuff, man. Football is all about winning. Look at City. People say it's oil money, but they don't care since they have trophies. There you have it. Football is all about results and winning. It's deeper than that, but at this base, 100%. 100%. Barca sold their soul for some stopgap players, and now they're crippling themselves for long-term financially. They'll find a way out of it, man. You know, they got dodgy accountants, man. Zinchenko is out injured, so I suggest that the manager needs to bleed the youngsters. I don't know, man. They have to be ready. The ones that could be anything close to ready are out on loan. You know, I believe in Miles. I believe in young Ethan and young Miles. I believe in Koja Jubri and, you know, Bradley Ibrahim and Nathan have travelled. But nobody is ready to right now get thrown in. Not even Charlie Patton or Brooke Norton, Coffey, Balligan, all on loan doing quite well. Tusty at this moment in time, really. And if they, they'd be more able to do it, you know, you see a better Charlie than one that probably looked over raw and kind of done dirty when we are playing Nottingham Forest. But... You know, it takes a while to get to this. I do think people underestimate how much levels you've got to be. And obviously, the more Arsenal get better and, you know, we're in the Champions League next year. What You know, you get it once, you need to qualify again. We need to go as far as we can in the Champs. There's less rotation, there's added pressure. So you have to be ready. As you know, even with some players that play week in, week out at this club, you play them, you sign up for certain things. Sometimes Saliba, Gabriel, Ramsdale, Ben White, not that they've done any of this or some have. They're going to do some stupid things. Sacra Martinelli, they'll bag week in, week out. There might be a game where they don't bag. Jesus, again, him and Odegaard are a bit more experienced and it's slightly adjusted. But for Jesus, he now needs to define himself as a player. You know, what is Jesus like as an individual? We know you're a fantastic team player. You put your body on, on the line for the cause. Brazilian dribbler, got all these things. But he needs to define himself. Can you score enough goals? Can you not only, like Pep said, best defensive striker in the world, can you now become the 31? Because the, the agendas are starting to agenda. Darwin Noodles has got more goals than him. So, yeah, Odegaard as well. So, yeah, man, that's what I would say in relation to that. Fantastic talking points, people. Thought-provoking. You lot have woken me up. Yeah, man, big up you lot. I would say it's looking peak for Xavi, but there's a, probably a lot of things that need to change as well as Xavi. You know, clearly, you know, if that was Real Madrid, a couple presidents would lose their, jo lose their jobs and whatnot. More scared of United than Juventus, Ajax, Athletic. Shook everyone, man. Everyone has that healthy fear from me because nobody's, well, the, the Champions League teams dropped down, but nobody's here, you know, on a joke thing. But we're just going to have to deal with it. Hoping the club will add on, but I imagine they'll be very, still be very selective. No panic buying unless the bottom falls out before then thinking that is unlikely. Trust, I don't want panic buying, if I'm honest. Wondering if the club will think the return of Zinchenko, Smith Rowe, by Jan, still not seen Zinni in training in brackets, will be seen as getting the side back together. I hear that, but I think if everyone's fit, I still would like three midfielders, you know, and again, that's assuming that other players are not injured and if the club are betting on that, fair enough, but I think that would be a bit extremely naive of them, really, and again, we've seen how this cookie crumbles, you know, last season we was doing a lot of things, over-relying on certain players that, you know, were getting, a, not getting away, but they were playing well, they can come into the side here and there and do a job, but when it comes to crunch time, we was relying on certain centre mids, a certain centre half, and two fullbacks that are of the same nationality, just giving out hints there that are not levels. Football's got elements of romance. Random dons are going to play sometimes and put in a shift, but it's also like life. Life is beautiful, like football, but there's also well, there's also this element of how nasty it is. It's so cutthroat that you could say it's beautiful as well. It's an ugly game, but it's beautiful, and that's football. You know, you can't, you can get away with holding Tavares and Cedric and, and El Nene. I'm not trying to draw these players out. 
we did get away. They all did their part helping our season to kind of pattern up and they all helped us and whatnot. But you get what you sign up for. You play Tavares, who's not switched on at Anfield, at Selhurst Park, you know, at Old Trafford, at Crystal Palace, so at, at Man United. Certain things are going to happen. You play Cedric and Holden in a flat four at, at, at Spurs, certain things are going to happen. It's not a straight thing. Like, I'm not even enjoying the much. It's the harsh reality of life, really and truly. Like, it's, everyone needs to, you know, squad players relying on them for too long end up in this scenario respectfully to them. Nowadays, squads wind up looking weak and you take flack for throwing in second team players if they lose. That's true. Do you think there are any quality defenders that can make it in the academy car? I don't rate most of them. I mean, I don't I don't know. You'd have to talk to the gaffer. You know, I would like a, a centre-half or something to come through the academy because we don't really breed defenders and half of them are accidental ones. Kieran Gibbs, if you count Bellerin, Bellerin, Brooke Norton Coffee, technically not accidental, but steadily been moved backwards. Again, I, I think it's 50-50 if Brooke Norton Coffee makes it out of Arsenal, if I'm honest with you. Um, I would still bring in a right-back if you could. Good defender, good mentality. I don't know if he's crossing and the technical level and what is required of the modern day fullback, especially at Arsenal under Mikel Arteta, is there really and truly at this moment in time. Elite mentality, and you can't write anyone off. I'd give him until he's 20, not to be done in as a footballer, but if he's not quite ready by 20, then we'll have to revisit that one. Nawari beat and folding. I don't know what that means, bro. But let's let him develop, man. These players need to be shipped out now. Cedric El Nene, I think you've got to keep El Nene at least until the end of the season, really. And to be honest, I'd probably let El Nene run down his deal. I'd move him on if you could, but I'd probably let him run down his deal just because we need. To, I always give the example about winter. Like you always need more than you know. You need you'd want to have more jackets on and then take take jackets off where you could. And you know, don't get twisted if you can make your bread back or just replace El Nene's role in the squad. Then do it, but. With Champions League and more football, I mean, if he could just hang around and not get too much game time, but just be there if required, then I'm all for that. Shop everywhere. If you can find it in the Championship, if you can find talent in the Championship, in League One, in the top five leagues, you know, someone that's never kicked a ball, do what you need to do, really. Just bring in the right players that move this club forward, man. Jeremy Pino is overrated, in my opinion. I agree with you. Arteta should go all out for K. He looks like a star in the making. We're not going to get him because we're priced out there, man. Hella priced out. It's a myth now, man. And they've just got him through the door at Napoli. If you've got an appreciating asset, some might just sell quick, but you can make a lot more money. 76 likes, people. Keep going, YouTube crew. Twitch gang, appreciative. I don't know why Twitch is frozen. Sorry, people. Can you still look? Well, you must still be there on Twitch, really. Fucking hate you. So, yeah, man. I take P and I take a lot of them. Nawari beat and folding of youngest ever player in the Prem, so his proof will be massive. Just let the man develop, bro. He's 15 turning 16 or something like that. Just let the man play games. That's no proof. I'm pretty sure if you go through all the youngest players, you'll see at some point, you'll see Matthew Briggs. You're probably saying, who's that? Exactly. So just let the man develop. Let's not draw any conclusions. I don't know how playing 30 seconds away from home draws all of this. And I'm not really a fan of the nonsense, quite frankly, that, Fabrizio Romano to a degree more so real Ferdinand and this is what I mean just let people develop people play 30 seconds and then we start putting unhealthy tags on them the same people that are saying this not saying you now but the same people that are saying this about this guy if he's 18 and he's not quite where he's supposed to be because as you know trajectory in football is never just like that they're going to call him overage you can't stop it it is what it is but I, that's getting two and two and making five mil 
Are you confident for? Are you confident today for the game? As confident as we can be, man. I just want some of these academy players to get to get us some peas. We never cash in on young talent properly, all right? Jota from Celtics doing his thing, and we apparently we've been looking at Matt O'Reilly. Tavares looking like a myth, man. He, you know the local media in France are getting onto him with his performance yesterday, really. And again, until someone can rise up when Tavares has been spot on defensively in any one of these Marseille games, I'm not here for it. Like, I was like, oh yeah, he's doing good. He's attacking. He's scoring goals. Yeah, we know Tavares can do that. His strengths are going forward. Like, the man, when he signed for this club, spoke about, I like to shoot with my right foot. So he does that. I think he's very overrated going forward. Can be, you know, he's got a lot of strengths. I don't think he's a bad player, but overrated. If you put 10 crosses in and you only pick a teammate twice and you try and shoot five times and you only hit the target once, where is that? Is that good? And when you look at the competition ahead of you, Tommy Asutini, Zinchenko, nine times out of 10, are going to find their man from a, from a cross better. They're going to be better in the final third. I do think there's somewhat of a decent player in Tavares. So develop him, make him more, more rounded, see if you can get a tune out of him and he can come back and be a decent player. Because if he could be better in the final third, switched on defensively, he'd be a good player. But he's not right now. So at some point, that eight million's got to, got to turn into something. And for Arsenal, we need to know when some guys are just not going to work out as well, in my opinion. Tavares converted into a winger. He, you know, reverted back into a winger. I'm sorry, but at Arsenal Football Club, that's a myth. Because then I'm looking at you to get 10, 11, 10, 10 goals, 10 assists minimum. Tavares strike you someone that's able to do that. Very one-dimensional out wide. So you're playing in right wing or left wing where you've got to have many dimensions. As you see, Saka can take you on or be a narrow one and play a neat little one too. Smith Rowe the same. Martinelli's adding that to his aspect as well. Fair enough. If we're here in Tavares, if we're, if we're here in Tavares, and I'd love to be proven wrong, anything could happen. But if Tavares is being put back as a winger at Arsenal Football Club, might as well pack it in, man. Is that the winger you lot want? And again, under Mikel Arteta, you still need to be able to go backwards like you see. Even Saka can improve at that. Tavares, whoa. And this ain't me criticising or drawing out Tavares. It's just, if you're using your eyes, you can see these things. That Fair enough if he could, but fair enough. I just hope he improves defensively and then there's a serious conversation to be had, really. Oh, boy. Who do you think will play in the round of 16? Not a clue, man. I don't even know. The, somebody said it earlier, but I can't remember the potential opponents. Don't think Arteta really wants him like that, especially since we immediately brought in Zinchenko. They're going to ask for a lot of money, man. Exactly, he hasn't even done his GCSEs. Let him go. And with someone that hasn't put pen to paper for a scholarship now, allegedly, could it be a bit of game playing by Arsenal? Look, young players are playing at the first team. There's a pathway. The gaffer likes you. You've, you know, you're playing for the under 21 side. You've trained with the first team. You've made your debut in the Premier League. Got your little bit of history. Is that that? And for Arsenal, Charlie Patton, no new deal. Confirm, you know, confirming Ethan's scholarship for next season. So, so good. He's not even official first-year scholar. And he was getting game time last year. You know, obviously, Saliba, Saka, Martinelli confirmed their deals. This is next on the agenda for Arteta, Edu as well. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I said, if you go and look at half... If you just... It, homework exercise for you. Just go and look at all the youngest players that have debuted in the, you know... Don't go all the way back, but let's just say from the 2000s or mid-2000s or early 2000s, go and see them. Because for every Jack Wilshere who didn't hit all his potential for as good as he is, or every Bukayo Saka, there's a Michael Johnson, there's a Matthew Briggs, there's a James Vaughan. 
you don't always get Benzema, Rooney, Cesc Fabregas, James Milner, guys that come through at 16 and so and went on to have a good career. And out of all of them, Milner and Benzema, the only ones that really lasted, are still doing it in their late 30s. Cesc, Rooney, these men kind of fell off a cliff early on, really. So let these dons develop. Let's not draw any mad conclusions. Again, be excited about these guys, but boy, I don't know for none of that. And it is quite jarring. That's one of my, as I always say, it's one of my pet peeves of, of, of football, really and truly. Shout out Rance for the raid as well. I just see that. But yeah, man, I don't know for turning Tavares into a winger because even if he turned into a winger tomorrow, where does he rank at Arsenal? He's not playing ahead of Martinelli. He's not playing ahead of Smith out there. I want to bring in a new winger. I don't know if he's playing ahead of even Reese Nelson and Marquinhos and them kind of brothers there. Saka is a formality. You're not playing there. If you brought in another striker, and you say, you know what, next striker, Jesus, you're shifting out wide. That's another one. So that one there is a myth. I'd love to be proven wrong. As I said, if Tavares could wake up tomorrow and he's better defensively, he's better in the final third, then we have a decent player because I think he does have a lot of positive qualities as a footballer. But he's still rash, inexperienced. Ten games, I don't know what I'm getting from you. Switch off a lot. Very much a free spirit. When you have the United or Chelsea games last season, you know, where it's just a mad game of football, he thrives. But even then, could have cost us against United. Handball switching off defensively. He only cost eight million. But for Arsenal, we have to know it's not. You need. You can never know in it. But for him and Lukonga and these kind of players, I guess some players are worth persisting with if you see fit. But sometimes we need to know that just because we persisted with this guy doesn't mean there's light at the end of the tunnel. It might be a thing where listen, it's not going to quite happen here. To to improve or do what he's doing, he needs to keep it moving. So yeah. Oh, it's Hey, Jim is killing me. My shoulder's hurting me. I went gym earlier. That's actually why I wasn't on Rancy stream because I needed to go gym. I needed to do this stream. And obviously, if I we if I did the thing with him and Matisse, then we wouldn't be able to be here now. And then we'd have less engagement, people. Don't forget PSV Arsenal, 4.45 UK time. I'm starting that stream. We kick off at 5.45. So, yeah, man, great talking points, really and truly. Don't know how we got to where we got to, but nonetheless, large up to you guys for that one, man. Oh, what's going on? Why does Twitch keep stressing me out, people? Can you lot still hear me on Twitch? Why does it keep... Well, you lot can't see it, but the stream manager, why does it keep doing that? Quite jarring. But nonetheless, cracking on. Do you think Tavares will start in any Premier League? I don't know. Right now, no. Would you drop Tommy Asu for Tierney? For today, yeah. I mean, we're at home against Nottingham Forest, respectfully so, yeah. Because, again, I like Tommy Asu. But I just think about against Southampton... Ben White obviously got an assist, but we, we lose a bit going forward, didn't he? Out of him and Zinchenko and Tierney, he's probably the most, well, he is the most conservative of them. And I just think some games, we lose a bit of that added depth going forward, man. So, yeah, we're definitely drawing Barca. I expect to see that, man. To be honest, the same opportunities that Tavares had last season, Reese Nelson and Marquinhos should be getting them. You've got to earn it, really. Do you not worry about whether utilising Tavares high up the left-hand side is money that you could spend in other areas more, in more needed? Huh? Do you not worry about whether utilising Tavares high up the left-hand side is money that you could spend in other more needed areas? So I guess you mean Arsenal don't get a winger and do that. You could, but F all of that, man. Like, nah, man, I'm not having, I'm not, again, I don't see enough in Tavares to persist with that. I hope, I hope to be wrong and you could see and I'll hold my hands up, but nah, man. As I said it last season, I do think Arsenal fans overcompensated with Tavares going forward to the point where, because he's so collapsed defensively, overrated. As I said, if you go and watch him for Marseille, watch him at Arsenal, watch him at Marseille. He does do bits and he has scored some goals and he does provide that outlet. That's a consistent strength. 
but he's also peed off. I watch Marseille so I can do my loan reports. You can literally see Alexis Sanchez and that there'll be one great option here. You pass it to him, he could score. Someone's running behind, the striker's there. There's about three, four options. He's elected to shoot. He's crashed it into the stands. That's dead. That's wasteful. That's not helpful. And because he's so collapsed defensively, I think people overcompensate. Good going forward, but overrated going forward. You know, shambolic defensively, quite frankly. He's had some good games. And obviously, I'm being a bit uh, exaggerating a bit, but not good 1v1. Doesn't track run as well. You know, doesn't smell danger. Doesn't breed confidence to the rest of his team like all defenders should. Like Tini does, like Tommy Asley does. To it, forcing it a bit, but like Zinchenko does in his own way. Gabriel's a madman, but like him and Saliba kind of do. Worrying. And it cripples our play as well. Like you saw West Ham away, Gabriel and Xhaka couldn't do certain things with Tavares out there. And I'm not even trying to get Tavares. He's a young player. Clearly at 16 or something, Benfica said to you, you're not going to make the grade as a winger in what we're trying to do. You might have to be a fullback. He's still learning. So I'm not drawing him out. But when I remove that, obviously... We're trying to do things at Arsenal. Not every young player has to make it here. There's some young players that learn faster than others, like Saka, Martinelli, Smith, etc. So youth isn't really a thing, really. If we're doing this youngster thing, the, the, the crutch of you being young doesn't mean, make sense. Lokonga, the same trail of thought as well, who I think has more of a chance than Tavares, but psh, it's looking a bit mad. couple of years, you might have young Pat. I wouldn't say next season, but you never know. You know, Charlie Patterno's leaning over your shoulder, really. Tavares as a winger in a possession-based side would be a comedy. Bro, Tavares, bro, Tavares in tight spaces, bro. Tavares over the course of 90 minutes. I mean, he could mould him into that, but would you want to do that? Like, would Arteta want to do that? And you still have to be able to defend in a Mikel Arteta side. Look at how we press. Look at how we follow runners. Look how we double up. I hope so, but 8 million... Turn that into 16, maybe keep it moving. I hope so, but myth, man. Are you going to watch Arsenal, ladies? I will, if I can. Agree, DG strengths are clearly going forward, but the decision-making not polished enough to make the trade-off worth it. Exactly. If you, again, I'm rooting for him. I don't write off Tavares. I want to see him do a thing, but come on, man. You know, you still have to develop Odegaard and Jesus, who if they were developed, they wouldn't be at Arsenal right now. Take Saka, Martinelli, Saliba, Gabriel, Ramsdale, Ben White. These men need to go to the next level, you know. There's a, what we've got, a, depending on how you look at it, a squad of 15 to 25. Obviously, the collective comes first. Some of you are in school. There's 30 pupils in school, right? Obviously, the teacher's job is the collective first thing and first, you know. Does it, everyone, the majority of people understand what's on the board, blah, blah, blah. Then she'll obviously go around. Oh, Joe Bloggs, do you get it? Yes, I get it, miss. Okay, I'll leave you alone. Danny, do you get it? No, Danny, don't get it. So now i got to spend some time with Danny. Now, obviously, the other 29 kids are now losing some one-to-one with the teacher. Or there might be a kid that Danny's really struggling. My man's struggling even more. My girl's struggling even more. So now that's about three, four people, which again is robbing the collective. Football's the same. Arteta has to get every manager. Three points is the first thing, or there's pressure and winning. And that's the first thing. It's a high-pressure environment. Second, the collective. What I want to do offensively and defensively, how I want to play football, what I want to do in this football team, what I want my identity to be. The majority of the players have to get it. Then, of course, some players clearly, you know, they've worked on something with Xhaka really to make him this sort of role. The young players are getting better and better. You want to work with the young players, but again, on a training field, if if, if Arteta says, Boom, you I, 
Albert, you control the the, the 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 training, the collective training thing today. You take the majority of the boys for training. I'm gonna take Eddie and Jesus off to work on some finishing, for example. That's gonna take away from maybe if he was planning on. All right, let me take Saliba alone and work on something with Saliba or Fabio Vieira. Or if I spend time with Smith Rowe, how much is that robbing from Zinchenko and all of these guys? So at some point, the players need to do it themselves. But his Tavares positioning. The fact that he's not really a thinker, not really that good going forward, not really good defensively, a bit of a free spirit, ball possession. These are a lot of real things. And again, if we go and get Champions League football next season, it's even less chances for young players. You know, Arteta showed he's trying to go hard in the in, in the Europa League, can't confirm qualification sooner rather than later. What do you think is going to happen in the Champions League? Because unless it's game week five and six and we've done our thing, there's no point playing these guys. You know, we could have a season like Spurs in the Champions League where... They're going to go through, but they need to go to Marseille and get at least a point. It's it, They will do it, unfortunately, but it's easier said than done, in my opinion. So, yeah, not every young player is going to make it. Some guys are going to just have to be moved on. Some men are going to have to cut. I will root for Tavares. He's a fullback. If you can get a tune out of him, then he's decent. But, myth, man. I know the modern days about going forward as a fullback, but myth. Rodwell didn't bang for him. Balogun, keep developing and doing your thing. But even Balogun, you've played 12 times, got seven goals. That's great. But his 12 senior appearances on top of what you did at Middlesbrough and the ones at Arsenal, you're asking a lot of a young man, really and truly, to now push Tavares, um, push Jesus or deputise ahead of him. You know, obviously some guys go on one loan spot, they come back, he slip. But if you look at the development, again, minutes are currency. You know, who is going to be the better chef? The guy that's cooked steak a million times or the guy that's cooking steak for the first time? It takes forever, and that goes for Charlie as a midfielder, that goes for Brooke as a defender, that goes for Balogun. Again, a lot of fans get a bit excited, and I'm not saying you lot are wrong, but it's, it's very naive. You've got to look at the minutes played and the career appearances. You know, all of these young players are probably at where they're supposed to be at, but in the dynamics of Arsenal or any other top team trying to go back to where they want to or, or go to higher heights, wait. It's a high-pressure environment. As Wenger used to say, you play these young players, they make mistakes. You know you're signing up for certain things. It's a very interesting one, man. If you play any teams that drop from the UCL, who would it be? Bring anyone, really. If we get the lot, bring anyone, really. Don't want to play none of them, but bring them all, man. Really. I do like Maldini, the, the young defender. Let's let the man develop, but I do like his no-nonsense attitude that he takes. Big up yourself, DG. Arsenal need to go all out in Jan. Win-win situation. He needs to play as well as he talks. That as well. Would Gakpo help our attack? I mean, we've got none. I, I, again, I like what I'm seeing with Gakpo, but I, I'm not. It's not that I'm not convinced. I, I need. A, if I was in charge of the money to buy Gakpo, I wouldn't pull the trigger now. And I, at this moment in time, I might lose out on him, and it is what it is. But I haven't seen enough to be confirmed. Good player, play off the left. You know, based on the 90 minutes against Arsenal, not buying him, but he looks like a decent player. But I need to, there's just something more I want to see, really and truly. Is this a purple patch or have you gone up a level now? Sort of thing. Bring him, though, but yeah, man, that's what I would say. I don't understand what people see in Tavares, man. He's one of the worst footballers to put on a shirt. That's very harsh, man. You think it's worth keeping Pepe as backup instead of selling as we probs won't get more than 15, 20 million? He has three goals so far and the P should be spent in midfield. I mean, I would love for Pepe to do what he's doing, but he's contracted until 2024. It's, it's done, isn't it, really? Like, it's done. Maybe he can get a bring-in, you know. El Nene was on loan in Turkey and he got a bring-in, but 
you never know. It's probably the beginning of the end. We'll take whatever in it. We know we're holding an L with Pepe. Have 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 been holding an L already. So it is what it is. Sambi's days are looking long after Mikel Arteta's presser yesterday. We're going to get into that shortly, people. Balogun deserves his flowers, man, for what he's doing so far and all of them. Could Saliba improve slash calm down to Vaz as a defender next to him? Who knows? Maybe. Well, Saliba would have to move over to the left, and I, I would say no because Tavares has to improve. It's Tavares has to calm himself down, really, and get himself in that, you know. Everyone needs to, in a game, obviously, you pull your teammates through. Some might be doing better than others, but you need to look after yourself first. Tavares ain't his dad. I mean, Saliba ain't his dad. Saliba can't control his mind like, like, a, like a movie character. He'd need to get himself. And if at this moment in time, if Saliba was playing next to Tavares or anyone, you know, he would look a bit more exposed because of that. Look at Varane. Obviously, Varane's injured. Varane's always been a quality player. He's not quite the Varane he used to be at Real Madrid. But last season, he looked pony because he's playing with duds. Like, obviously, he's having bad games off his own accord. But you slap him next to Lissandro Martinez. You get a tune for United. You get a tune out of the lot. I thought, what, sure, at the moment, Melanza, they look a bit better. You've got better defenders, a better collective unit. Man, look, And for Varane, a better partner next to him, you look a bit better. You're only as good as those around you. For if, if Van Dyke, you know, you look at Liverpool. Liverpool improved hell of a lot defensively via bringing in Alisson and Van Dyke. But they, act, if you look at how they developed, Klopp, if you remember when Liverpool first started doing their thing, they were like 100 miles per hour from start to finish. Then as time went on, there was a bit more game management. There was a bit more still. There was changed attitudes defensively. You also see that with United. Van Dyke enhanced that. That's a big reason as to why, in my opinion, Arsenal are not there yet as being a great defensive side, but we're an improved defensive side. We're playing better defenders. People are switching on more. We're learning a bit better. But Tavares, you have to save yourself, bro. You have to save yourself. Josh, you don't need to give him any more stress. Don't pull the trigger on Gapo. He's not worth it. I really like Danilo from Palmeiras. We need a defensive mid and a goal-scoring winger. I hear that. Send Locatelli to... Send Locatelli. I said Locatelli. I'm catting. Send Lokonga to Roma or something. Crazy. I mean, if he, the thing with Lukonga, I wouldn't sanction him leaving until we have some midfield bodies in. If we bring their midfield bodies in, then we can start saying, listen, go over there, learn and do what you're doing. Go on, go on loan for a year, 18 months, half a season, whatever. But you need to stay and be a body at this moment in time, really. God forbid something happens to Xhaka or Partey tomorrow. It's, uh, there's no El Nene to bring in his peak. Midfield, we probably just have to play two eights there and completely change the system then. For me anyways, man. So who really knows? Big up you lot on Twitch and YouTube. Keep the opinions coming, people. Couple minutes and we'll get into the talking points and all of that. Now Lokonga loan is a next is a next season thing. Send Lokonga to Juventus and bring back Locatelli. If they were stupid enough, why not, man? Lokonga is not. I like Lokonga, man, but you have to improve. I'm not gonna write him off yet, but I've got no emotion behind this like. I like Lukonga. I'd give Lukonga more opportunities than Tavares, but you've got to take them, man. Because, again, by God's grace, we get Champions League. There's less chances for you, man. You know, there's less chances, you know. There will be less chances. Lukonga is not the one. No pressure when we lose the ball. He's aiding the other team with counter-attacks with the way he defends. Beat Arsh. Beat Arsh, mate. Beat Arsh, beat Arsh, beat Arsh. I love a bit of Tavares slander. Nah, man, I'm not slandering no one, man. I'm just being honest, man. I'll be the first to give Tavares his flowers, bro. But I can't, I, I don't want to sit here and lie to you lot. Why would I, what sort of man would that make me or you lot if we're sitting here and lying? Like,
And you know what? There was a time Tavares was coming off the bench and like you said that, Hector, in the little five, ten minutes ahead of Pepe. I want to say last season, it feels like football is flying. Yeah, Tavares only been here for a year, two including this. But yeah, that, he was coming on ahead. And that's the thing. But come on, man, that's not sustainable. Man going to be here, what, I assume he signed a four or five-year deal. Man just going to come on for five, ten minutes. And again, as I said, United at home. Chelsea away in a couple of other games. Tavares did have good games last season and his craziness helped us. But you can't bet on that for 38 games, man. DJ, I think Arsenal should go for Felix. I feel as if he would imp he would improve the fluidity of our attack. I'd love Felix, but he'd be another one that, what are you? Are you a number 10? Are you a central midfield base player, which you can play? Pardon me. Are you a false nine? Are you a winger? I'm having him. Pardon me. But yeah, and where do you play? I'm, I'm happy to sign him. Tavares can play, just needs to be coached. Go and coach. But as I said, Mikel Arteta, you look through the whole 11, starting 11, he's got to coach all of them. None of them are the finished articles. Probably Xhaka and Partey is anything you get close to. Then you've got a whole squad of them. Make it someone else's problem. And Tavares can play. He's got two legs. He is a professional footballer. He's literally paid to play football. I get that. But can you defend amicably? Can you attack to a certain standard? Do we know what we're getting for 10 games from you? Football's a simple, it's a complex game, but it's also a simple game. You improve these things, we have a new conversation. Like I said, if Tavares can really make these improvements, then I think he could be a good player. He's dynamic, he wants to get in behind. He could, you know, there's a lot to like about him. End of the day, someone, rightly or wrongly, we're saying what we're saying, or I'm saying what I'm saying, rightly or wrongly, someone sanctioned eight million great British pounds to sign you for Arsenal Football Club, one of the biggest in the, in the land. So you, there's got to be something that got you there, or maybe brown envelopes. I don't know. Big up, DJ. I still think we need another striker, you know. If so, then maybe we can run the Jesus right wing thing sometimes, Resaka. I hear that. I hear that. Can Konku be a winger slash striker? You'd imagine it's a false nine thing. And where Konku is concerned, it's a myth now. It's a myth now, ain't it, really and truly? Seems like he's dead set to go Chelsea again until he's holding the shirt. I guess anything can happen. But yeah, man, that's what I would say. I'm completely honest with you. Exact time stamped up. Five. So, yeah, man. That's that, really. <laughs> Appreciate that, bro. And Konku would not fit in with the squad. I still question his attitude. Daniel, I'm just seeking to understand, but um, where, what, what, what specifically with his attitude? I like Marcus Edwards, man. Bring him, but it's not a curtain raiser. It's harsh, deluded, but I've watched him directly during the PSV game. He's not great at intercepting or 1v1 defending. You're talking about Cody? If that was to actually happen, I think Ben White would play in midfield. DJ would be the first to give Tavares his flag. He's a fullback. I want him to. I see three fullback. I want him to, bro. I want him to. And if, you, if Tavares shows levels... We've got a decent player. That means an area, like someone said, that we can invest finances elsewhere. But I can't lie to you right now. It's me, D. Off topic, big up American Guna for gifting community subs out. My man gifted 11 subs in total. You're too kind, man. If you're on, if you're not on Twitch, you're missing out. Don't forget, 445 people would begin our watch along for Arsenal versus PSV. Or better yet, PSV versus Arsenal, folks. So, yeah, one love for that, man. You're far too kind, man. Words can't put into... Can't put into words, mate. Very kind guy, man. A shout out to you lot with all your talking points, man. 
I hear that. Afternoon, DG. Just drinking in the Spurs tears as always this season. Arsenal need to make a statement and win tonight. How much is Mitrovic? I don't know, but Fulham probably deem him worth a lot more than he actually is. Alexis and Nuno both knocking spuds out of the Champions League into the Europa. I love it too, man. Love it too. If Tavares comes in, we would need to let one go, don't you think, deluded? Who would be between Tierney and Zinchenko? Potentially, but at the same time, Zinchenko's a midfielder by trade. Arteta, when he signed, said he's a 10. Can play as a midfielder. The left-back thing came about, oh, you're competent enough to do it, but I rate Zinchenko. He saw a thing like, yo, listen, I'm at City, I'm good in my own right, but there's Kevin here, there's this guy, there's that guy, there's a role at left-back in some capacity. Let me do that really and truly, so it doesn't necessarily have to be that. DJ, I've got to say, top key talking points, you bring a different element of talking points. Appreciative, and that's only because, you know what, in the same way a team is, a, is, a, is a only a reflection of the gaffer, I'm only a reflection of you lot. Obviously, I'm here all the time on the face of it, but it would be without without you lot, we'd be nothing on YouTube and Twitch. So it's 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 thankfully to you lot that we're able to have these discussions, man. I'd rather sell Tavares than Tinians and Chanka. I can't lie. If Tavares has a purple batch of a season, I'm on selling, put a clause on, and we keep it moving. I want Ganabri to return, but a myth, man. I love the type of squad Arteta is building, hard-working unit, but I still feel we need a star player, but one who's willing to work hard for the team. For example, Mane when he was at Liverpool. Hopefully, Jesus can be that. Speaking of Jesus, love for subscribing, bro. Great response. To be fair, you're right. We appreciate your content. Deluded much love, brother. Again, you know, you lot make it, man. Appreciate you lot. No one thinks the same. I'm not right. You lot are not right. Every right and wrong is subjective, man. The honest analysis is what makes the chance. I feel like Aaron Ramsey when he's leaving the Emirates or Wenger. No, nah, I'm joking. I ain't crying, but I wish I could, innit, man? You lot are too kind, man. Like, I, I wish I could cry little tears for you lot, but I can't, man, right now. I fully get that. I believe in Saliba, though. He's different. He is, but you're only going to be as good as your levels, bro. You could have a prime Cannavaro. If he's next to random Dons, he's going to look shit. Like, he's going to look shit. You know, you look at Koscielny at Arsenal. Koscielny used to, in his prime, he was thriving, not because he's necessarily in a great defensive unit, but he looks like a fireman just trying to put out fires because everybody else is on nonsense, really. And I ain't even here to gas up Kishoni because that guy, I'm not even going to slander Donny, man. Give us a crocodile too. <laughs> I love Sade, but dream chasing. How do you feel with the likes of Juventus, Ajax and Barca coming into Europa League? Bring it on, innit? Hugo Ekatike, we should have finessed him before PSG. He's gone, brother. He's gone. It will be a Xhaka replacement, thoughts? So no for me, Dal. Big up it will be on what he's doing, but nah, G. Appreciate that inner circle, man. You know, appreciate the, the, the super chat, my guy. Your, you know, your conversation's enough, but thank you very much for such people. Keep your talking points coming, but I keep lying to you lot and saying, yeah, man, we're going to look at the talking points in the papers and that we need to do that, innit, people? So let's get a move on with such. What's the timestamp? 1.07.30, latest news. Again, people don't forget PSV later. PSV Arsenal, that is. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it, really. Let's start backwards, really. Let's start backwards. No, let's not start backwards. We'll get into the press conference in a second. Definitely get into that in a second. Uh, where do we start? Where do we start? Almost forgot what I was doing there, people. But, yeah, starting here, 
Obviously, as you know, Edu has been linked with a bag of clubs, allegedly. Uh, Arteta really doesn't want Arsenal to lose one man after Romano update people. As you know, Edu last, last the night, it came out that he's in talks to sign a new deal. Um, you know, Arteta signed a new deal last summer, trying to get Saliba, Martinelli and Saka tied down, hopefully Patino and young Ethan as well. And it would make sense to tie down the, the technical director to give the impression to the players that are here and potential players that could come that were here for the long term and reaffirm our belief, people. The manager said, I really, I hope that he stays for a long time because I think it's going to be really positive for the club. Hopefully that will be the case. Allegedly, Edu is a wanted man, people, and he's gaining a lot of admirers in Europe. Maybe not so much for selling or ripping up deals, but maybe with this youngster project. But I don't know. Maybe it's overstated. I don't know. Arsenal are in talks with Edu over a new long-term contract. His work has impressed a number of rival clubs, including PSG. But sources tell us, this is from Graham Bailey, his aim is to bring a first ever Premier League crown to the Emirates. Hopefully, my guy, I hope it is the aim, man. I hope it is the aim. If, if we're not aspiring to do that, what are we doing, really? Um, so, yeah, it is where it is. Arsenal planning to make moves for Danilo, Mudrick and Jeremy in January transfer window to boost title hopes. Now, Mark Irwin, people, Arsenal fans are going to hear that. They're going to get horny, in it? They're going to get very excited. We don't know what's going to happen. So the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. 117 likes. If you're on YouTube, smash the like button. If not, then you're just not a nice person. But anyways, Arsenal are plotting a January splurge with Danilo, Mudrick and Jeremy Pino among the top targets. Are we able to get all three? Are we able to get two of the three? I don't know. Um, I can't see us signing Mudrick and Pino. That's two wingers. Probably a midfielder and a winger and we're done. Gunners Chiefs backed Mikel Arteta with 130 million in the summer and are set to give him another 50 million to spend in January. Is that going to buy two players? Any two of those three? I don't know. But anyways, the club's hierarchy have been pleasantly surprised by Arsenal's blistering start to the season. And while we're all surprised, I want to get into a scenario where it's not a surprise. Why are we surprised about that? We should be in a club, as a club, where that's a minimum, you know, really. And I know we're not there yet, but that's what I want to see. Um, scrolling all the way down, you know, we've used about 15 players for as much as there's a 25-man squad. The move for Douglas Luiz didn't bang. Allegedly, where Palmeiras star Danilo's concerned, we were prepared to pay 22 million, but it weren't to happen. Uh, the Brazilian league is now finished, people, and apparently we're to set to test their resolve with a 26 million pound bid. We're also in the market for another winger, and Mudrick's been doing all right. Apparently, you know. Uh, we're going for him. You see everything from 35 to 50 million euros where he's concerned. And apparently Jeremy Pino could also cost 25 million. In fact, they said who would both cost somewhere in the region of 25 million. So fair enough if it could be done. You know, Jeremy Pino's capped six times for Spain. We all saw the banger that Mudrick scored against Celtic. Uh, again, Jeremy Pino's got 91 appearances for Villarreal. Maybe they do need to sell. It could be an end of an era with Emre keeping it moving. But that tells you he's experienced, but there is a lot more to come from him, man. You know, he's netted 15 times. So that's someone that's still learning the tricks and trades and someone that can tie in with what we're doing. But in terms of an immediate impact based on the data, can't say I could see that right now, people. But uh, all three are welcome. Romano says Arsenal target is an absolute top talent and he's open to Arsenal move. Allegedly, we've heard this before, people. And we've also, again, I've um, this is probably the last time I'll read these Mudrick quotes. But if you haven't heard it, previously he said when the window shut yes i think every guy dreams about the premier league arsenal is a very good team very good coach i like the way they play yes from my side i can't say no but a transfer is not only my decision people so 
it is true, people. I mean, Ben Jacobs, who seems to be living off this, um, and Romano said he's, he's a talented player. It's pretty clear now why Shakhtar Donetsk have turned down 26 million, 30 million euros in August for him. He's a top, really top talent. He's worth more than 45 to 50. That equates to 39 to 43 million pound quid, according to Shakhtar people. And he's been, been linked. There's more links where Mudrik is concerned as well, people. Club director speaks about Arsenal and Man City. Interest in stars suggest 100 million euros is needed. OK. The headlines are on him, but I say that the Italians always come later. Now it's easy to observe him, but it was possible to do it before. The Italians bring low proposals. We don't even sit down to negotiate. So once again, what does that tell you? They want to sell to the highest bidder and probably to the English tourists. There are many English candidates. There is uh, the Spanish on duty, the French on duty, but now it takes the right amount to take him away. Together with Mbappe, Leal, Vinicius, Mudrik is the strongest player in that position. What? No, Ridrago, No. Uh, again, between Arsenal and City, they are two. They are two teams that have taken an interest in the player, but there are also other clubs that can spend right away. And apparently, it was reported earlier that fifty million euros. He, the same guy, has said he was there sporting that one of their directors allegedly is forty million euros enough to buy him. We do not speak these figures, not even for fifty million. We don't even call the president to communicate the offer. We value Modric more, Modric more than Anthony of Manchester United, who cost a hundred million. Of course, you know there's a lot of sentimental value behind. Of course, you're going to do that, and you just want to sell to the highest bidder. You know, much like in business, if you try and buy an item of someone, like if you try and buy someone's business that's failing for fifty years or or twenty years, they're going to want a lot more because there's an emotional attachment. And now's not really the time to talk about transfers, anyways. But we are not obliged to sell. We do not want to make phenomena we don't want to shoot figures that aren't realistic but in this team he is the most decisive not really hard if you want to take on certain players on players who make a difference in the top teams you also need the right money people would say solely sell it respectfully so his name dropped arsenal and city that just tells you you know get a move on but one minute Sevilla are the front runners he's open to joining newcastle we had a few weeks ago nice were the ones on to win people so make of that what you will. Fabrizio Romano said there's ongoing speculation about who Arsenal could look to sign in midfield this January. Danilo is one of the players Arsenal have been following for a long time. He was also discussed internally last summer, but at the moment, there are no talks on going people. Um, and that conflicts what the Metro and everyone else is saying. Arsenal plot £26 million bid for Palmeiras midfielder after the World Cup, which, again, we've got a winter World Cup. And again, people, he's got a release clause of 86.6 million. We had a 20 million pound bid rejected. He's contracted until 2026. We're planning to bid 26 million once the World Cup is over. Apparently, the report, report sorry, claims that Arsenal believe Palmeiras could now be willing to sell Danilo once their season ends next month, people. So we'll have to see how that one day is going on. And their president said when the window closed, I said he wasn't going to leave and he didn't. I will tell you, players of this size, important to the history of Palmeiras, I don't make decisions alone. I always consult our coach, coaching staff. If my coach says he can't lose the player under any circumstances, he doesn't leave. So there you have it, people. And again, you know, just conflicting, you know, correlating better yet, the Arsenal have held internal discussions about potential transfer moves for Danilo, which again isn't groundbreaking, people. Romano seems unsure about these claims and also suggests the North London Giants might do better to wait until the summer when Yuri Telemans will be a free agent. Danilo is one of the players Arsenal have been following for a long time. He's also discussed internally last summer, but at the moment there are no talks on going. Personally, I think Telemans coming towards the end of his contract is a great opportunity on the market for Arsenal and any other club. So 
I don't know what that specifically means, but there you have it, man. Don't think Danilo's good enough, says my dude. Bro, 30 million max, he ain't worth it. I hear that. 100 million on Mudrick, smoking the finest, man. Best hope Emre don't tap up Pino and bring him to Villa. Crazy. With 70 M's. As much as I like that guy at Napoli, it's been he's been there two minutes, isn't it? So we need to see more for as much as I'm convinced and we'll get the move done tomorrow if I could. Uh, Milinkovic Savage has been linked with us people consistently. And once again, their, their president has said, at this moment, I'm not selling Milinkovic Savage. I will offer him a contract renewal today. He is worth 120 million euros, around 100 million in brackets. So unless you're going to, you know, the summer window where he's contracted until 2024, you're not going to get him in January, people. So, yeah. And also, we're not in the Champions League. So at the moment, this was comments a while back, but if we're not in the Champions League, you can forget about it. These are not options for him. Though on, on the Arsenal Newcastle links, he wants to play Champions League football consistently in the future. So, boy, put the money down, get Champions League one year, lie to him and say that we're going to do this consistently, innit? Arsenal have done their due diligence for Ivan and Dika, according to reports, and we've been linked to him. Well, if you want to sign a player, you're going to have to watch him and be convinced, people. Um, so apparently, Jacobs of, of, of Give Me Sports said they've certainly done their legwork and their due diligence and they're scouting on him. We've been linked to him for a minute. There's a lot of interest in the player, not just from the Premier League, but from all across Europe. 23 years of age, contract running down, you know, left-sided centre-back, I'm having it. And Pablo Marie's been speaking about his two-year masterclass with Mikel Arteta. He's a coach who has changed my vision on of football. I've done a two-year masterclass with him. Yes, of course, I'm watching Arsenal. For me, the key has been the key has been a word called time. It doesn't surprise me because it was clear that their way of working would give them a lot of joy. Yeah, with you leaving the club. Big up you. Arsenal make... 50 million hard cash transfer decision as Leicester talk continues. What does this mean? There's talk of signing him in January. We'll have to see people. But I can't believe that at this moment in time. Fabrizio Romano issues Chelsea blow for 43 million star wanted by Arsenal. This is in relation to Edison, Edson Alvarez, who, if you remember the footballer, Snyder said that they should have sold him. Like he said, they, he basically criticised his passing ability and overall ability, people. We were linked with him. He can play midfield as well as in defence, adaptable and that. They were never going to sell Anthony Lissandro Martinez, Gravenbech, I believe, and also him. He's probably the next recruits, people. He's always been on Chelsea's list, but Ajax will try to keep him at least until the end of the season. There are no negotiations ongoing. Also, no decision will be made by Chelsea on a new midfielder in October. It will take some time, not an easy one for sure. So, yeah, I don't think that one there is just forcing it with us, our name being dropped. United more likely than Arsenal to land summer target, no doubt over 2023 transfer. This is in relation to Cody Gakpo, people. What has this said? He's been brilliant this season for PSV, according to Dean Jones, this is. And there's no doubt that he's going to be looking for a transfer in 2023. So I think he's a player that people should take seriously in the Premier League. And he had interest from Arsenal, from Man United, uh, Leeds and Southampton. If he wanted it, he could have joined them. Um, as he, the man himself said, um, he said, I still think that probably United are more likely to land him than Arsenal. Last month, he said, I was close to leaving. I spoke to Ten Hag a few times at Man United. In the end, the deal didn't go through, which was a shame for me and my development. And because Man United is one of the biggest clubs in the world, but also for PSV, because to transfer a player to Man United is a good thing for the club. It ended about a week before the end of the transfer window. And in that week, I had to decide if I would go to Leeds or Southampton. In the end, I stayed, but it was a stressful period. There you have it, people. With, in relation to him. Uh, Arteta says player is yet to prove himself, and that's in relation to Lokonga. We'll see, we'll see more. He has to prove 
that what he's asking for he can produce. We're looking for every player to raise their level and get the right competition. When you perform in the way that we win and play well enough to win games, crazy. So we'll get we'll get into that. But yeah, less chatting's more slappings. Uh, top clubs in well, we've already seen this. Uh, so I believe that's that people. Really, this is just for my own news. So yeah, that is that in relation to the latest news, people. Let me see what you lot are saying before we obviously look at Mikel Arteta's press conference. Big up you lot for tuning in, people, so far. So yeah, that's that. 100 mil, that's a madness. The scum news is always ish, never read, I can't lie. You're not alone. You're not alone. Bro, this transfer thing is mad. Bear players overpriced. Of course, January is difficult. People overpriced. People know English clubs got money. They're always going to run that. No one wants, in premise, no one wants to sell good players. I would take Gakpo all day, but United is key because of the Dutch connection. I'd be surprised if we make one Jan signing, says Darren. Alvarez would be good rotation for party, but yeah, his passing is meaty. Please want to send us a shout out to the, to the DG community on Twitch for being consistent with talking points on Arsenal contents and live streams. We are a unit. Appreciate y'all along with the YouTube crew. Clement, tell them again. Enjoying the stream, enjoying being here, man. And the good times are not over yet, people, because you know what? At 4.45, we're watching, obviously, Arsenal against PSV, or better yet, PSV versus Arsenal. Let me get in the habit of saying such, people. So, yeah, the good times are here forever, mate. Well, I say forever, bit of cap, but you hear it, people. So, yeah, uh, on that, let's start looking at what Mikel Arteta said in his press conference, people. Selfishly, this is, you know, I like to read the press conferences. I like to see exactly what's said. Uh, pre PSV press. Oh, there you have that. So, yeah, where are we at with that? Where are we at with that? Mm, where is it? There it is. Allegedly, every word from Mikel Arteta's pre PSV press conference on obviously Stevenberg returning to his homeland. Big up. Albert, he's very important. He's someone I've known for a long time and he's very important in everything we do. He's an excellent human being first, someone that has a very special way of understanding the game. He's been raised in a culture that was very similar to the way I was raised. So we share a lot of ideas. He's got huge experience at international level and at academy level and at club level. So it adds a lot of value for our team. Amen. On Rude Van Nistelrooy suggesting PSV have squandered top spot. Last week, we made the first step to qualify to the next round. And now we need to win tomorrow because we want to finish first. On injuries, he said we had Marquinhos, who wasn't feeling good, and he hasn't travelled, but the rest are okay. And there's, I don't know if Sinchenko has actually um, travelled, but you heard he weren't participating in full training. He was doing running. On picking strong teams in Europa, we don't have that many players. That's on you and Arteta. Arteta, that's on you and Edu. We bring the players that we have, and we have brought four kids with us, so we cannot even make up the squad. That's you lot's fault. But, we, you know, you've known this for a couple of years. But we need to put 11 players out and they need to play. We cannot change those 11 players every game. I agree with that. We've spoken about Edu's uh, uh, importance to the club and he's echoed that. On if he works with him day to day, well, yeah. There is a lot happening at the club and he has a huge role. But he has a really good way of communicating with people and managing a lot of things that happen daily. So for me and for the team, he's really important. On if he clicks straight away with Edu, I think it has to be in that relationship. First of all, it has to be well-respected and rules that have to be really clear. You have to share ideas, but at the same time, you have to challenge each other because sometimes coaches have all the ideas and we want something right now, but it might not be the best thing for the club. 
We have the right balance, not only Edu, but with Vinay, Rich and Tim in this case with the ownership. It's really important that at the end, when we make a decision, it's all together. It's not your decision or my idea. And in good and difficult moments to all be together, we all share everybody's wins and losses, people. On how he keeps players happy, play them and let them speak on the pitch the best way. Lokonga, you got Mel. That's a serious indirect being flown. Obviously, there was no action taken in the uh, Henderson-Gabriel incident. There's not much Arteta can say. He said, from the first day, that is a decision that lies totally with the FA and they have made that decision and that's it. On if Gabriel's okay with the ruling, that's something to ask Gabby, but the decision is made. Again, I'm not. I'm going to skip that out because it's irrelevant. On Lokonga, he said, we'll see more. He has to prove that what he's asking for, he can produce on the pitch. Amen. We're looking for every single player to raise their level and to get the competition in the team. And when you play and perform in a way that we win and play well enough to win games, that's true. You know, talking's not enough. You've got to show it. I want a, I want 100k subs plus. I will go out here every day and move towards that. I can't just say I want it. In life, wanting it's not enough, you know. You're not, you know, your talent has got you bought for 20 million to Arsenal. Go out and show in training and the opportunities that you could take it. I'm a, I like Lokonga, but I'm not a fan of this talking, bro. He's moving like an itch boy, you know. If you know, you know. Pull your pants up and man up, man. Wrong. Person up, because, you know, in today's day and age, you get cancelled for saying that. Moving like a yeti, bro. 100%, bro. And I understand it, but... One, the team's been getting results, so you can't talk. Two, you haven't pulled up any trees. Three... Are you an eight? Are you a six? I don't believe you're an... I would love for you to become a multifunctional player, but at this moment in time, I'm not trying to see you play eight. Now that you've got Xhaka playing there, you know, we should have been bringing in two eights and a six anyways. And I would rather Xhaka keep doing his thing or explore Smith Rowe, Martin Odegaard, Fabio Vieira, or Zinchenko there before you and bring some, some other dons in. So I would love for that. You're not... You need your hand held, so you can't play as a six. You're a box-to-box -box man for now. So I'm not writing you off, but pull your pants up, improve... Maybe go out on loan or take opportunities because there is going to be opportunities. We've got a lot of games. We haven't brought any new players in. Hopefully, there's January. And there's a lot of football. And the World Cup schedule, we don't know what's going to happen. God forbid. But Xhaka, these players that are going to go off to the World Cup, they might come back in poor condition or they might come back with an injury and you might have to play. Right now, I don't know if you're ahead of El Nene. I would rather play you ahead of El Nene every day of the week because you're here long term. But if we're trying to do this top 14 and get three points, I'm going to bet on El Nene because I know with him, and El Nene can play better than this, if there's five games, I know there's a base level of performance I might get from El Nene. Lokonga might be Yaya Torre one week, you know, Joe Bloggs the next, and then Ter and it's, it's too fluctuating. I'm not trying to see you right now. The only one you're clear of is Ainsley maitland now because he's gone. But anyways... On the importance of winning the group with big teams potentially dropping out, this competition is getting harder and harder and how it looks today and what the possibilities are. It looks like the next round will be extremely competitive. That's why finishing first in the group and avoiding another two games is such an important thing for us. Amen for what he's just said. And we've already got bare fixtures now with a, with a little squad. We haven't really brought in numbers and, and compared to last year because we weren't in any competitions. We've got more games and less of a squad. That's going to do more on the legs on players that are playing and obviously when you've got injuries like you have so why invent more fixtures into this team so yeah do your job finishing first more important than ever says Mikel is this is this something different I think we've we've echoed we've seen this already but we didn't see this last week we made the first step to qualify for the next round now we have to win tomorrow because we want to finish first we already saw this people we literally just read them comments there so there's nothing new there in terms of a preview, what has been said here? Well, we know PSV Stadium. We know they're, they're, they're a lit club. 
PSV lost ground on Ajax at the top of the Eredivisie after losing 4-2 to Groningen. So it's been a bit of a terrible couple games for them, really. Three goals in the final seven minutes of the first half saw the host race into a 3-0 lead. But Cody Gakpo also got on the score sheet and I'm sure he's going to want to do a thing. As things stand, we got 12 points. As I said, even if we lose today, pardon me, we should be beating Zurich. But don't make it like Spurs where they have to go strong. At, they probably will win, but they have to go strong at Marseille. They only need a point, but they need to win. You win today, couple men are getting rest. These young players that have been travelling might actually get some minutes. Glint respectfully are bottom. So that's the minutes there. What has their gaffer said, Rude Van Nistelrooy? In all likelihood, it's going to be decided in the final group game, but we're going for a miracle. You know, what better miracles have happened in football? If you win yourself and Bold, Bold doesn't win, then you'll be there tomorrow. We all hope for that, but it may just be that decision will not be made until next week in Norway. And as much as I'm being about Arsenal, boy, you know, PSV have added reason to want to win because it's not confirmed that they probably will go through, but it's not 100% confirmed that they're going to get out, you know? mathematically, you know, the only one that's confirmed out at this moment in time is Zurich, really, because even if they pick up six points, my maths is terrible, but they can finish third at best. Glint could pick them to second place and then get the Champions League teams that drop. PSV could still finish top, but if Glint go and grab six points, including against, well, Glint will be playing Zurich today and then obviously playing PSV, but they can still go through. So you've got to be wary of that. And I think it's just going to be a different game because we're playing at their place. Um, so, yeah, there you have it. On team news, we know Smith Rowe, El Nene are out. Um, Zinchenko is struggling with a calf injury, people. Marquinhos felt unwell and hasn't travelled as well. So that might present an opportunity to Nelson. PSV, apparently a number of players here, including next Chelsea man Van Ginko, all sub-sideline for the foreseeable future. Luke De Jong and Noni Maduke are still building up match fitness. So he might use him, to be fair with you. I've seen a couple of young Marcus Edwards, young Englishman doing his thing. There's definitely someone else. Maybe he wants to go and do that as well. Should Martinelli feature in this game, it will be his 100th appearance for us in all comps. We have won each of our last three matches in Europe without conceding a goal. Last winning four in a row without conceding between August and October 2007. That was in a five-game period. We have scored at least once in each of our last 16 European away games, losing two, drawing three and winning 11. Having lost the reverse fixture last week, PSV are looking to avoid losing consecutive matches in Europe for the first time since November 2019. PSV only had four shots against us last week. That's their fewest in all comps since November 2016 against Atletico Madrid, where they only had four in the Champions League. Xhaka could make his 50th Europa League appearance. In doing so, he would be only the second Swiss player to reach this milestone in the away for cup slash Europa League people. We'll have an Italian re referee. In his 10 games in all comps so far, he has dissed out 47 yellows, but no reds. Fair enough. We have lost just one of our last seven games against Dutch sides in all comps, winning three and drawing three. But that came at PSV on our last visit. All of our previous three visits came in the Champions League. The first in September 02 when we ran out 4-0 winners, people. Gilberto Silva scored. I'm sure, was that the history one that Gilberto scored? The fastest goal? I can't I'm pretty sure I remember watching that game as a little kid. Uh, Lomberg and Henri both got a brace, people, to gloss over that. In 04, Henri was required to cancel out an opener, people where we also saw Lauren and Vieira red-carded. Then in February 07, Edison Mendes struck the only goal of the game to land PSV victory. Is that Edison Mendes? I thought the last time they beat us, I think Ronald Koeman was there. That might have been at the Emirates. Uh, Ronald Koeman was their gaffer. And I'm sure Alice, uh, Alex, sorry, who went to Chelsea and also scored a screamer against us, scored a screamer that game. I can't remember, though. 
But yeah, I was on this last week, people, the breakdown show. Big up you lot for supporting the channel. So yeah, it is what it is. Gabriel Jesus has been chatting as well. What has you said? And Gabby, you're my guy, but you need to start busting case. Agendas after agenda. Darwin Nunes has scored more goals than Gabby Jesus in 440 fewer minutes this season. Strikers are more than goals. I think Jesus is better than him, but I like Darwin. But strikers have to score goals. And that's the one mark against Jesus. You know, can he score these goals? But yeah, he, the man himself has said, Jesus is ready to play 70 games a season if needed. I mean, you've been at City, you understand. But anyways... Gabriel admits he isn't feeling the effects of any fatigue due to the changes he has made to his lifestyle since becoming a father five months ago, allowing him to be ready whenever called upon. He said, of course, not 100% because I'm doing good recovery after the games, eating better, sleeping better and enjoying life in an Arsenal shirt a lot. I'm ready to pay 50, 60, 70 games per season. It's not all about the, the, the body. The mind is more important because it controls the body. Amen. Have you lot ever known people, and it sounds mad, but some people think they're ill and they're actually making themselves ill. That, that is a real thing, beyond the obvious. I ain't trying to sound like no hippie or anything. But anyways, so I stay with my family, play with my daughter. That helps me a lot. Then, of course, I do stuff in the club at home with the fitness coaches. My wife is helping me a lot as well. But that's life. You have to enjoy it at home and at work. And you feel freer to enjoy it. Amen. Amen. Wise words from Gabby Jesus. Razichilo, man. I'm here for this. I'm here for all of this, Gabriel Jesus. But moving all the way, Dan, he's got five goals in his first nine games in the club. He hasn't found the back of the net since winning 3-1 against Spurs, a run of five appearances. I mean, it's all doom and gloom when a striker ain't scored for five games, isn't it? I big up yourself. I tell you lot, set, turn your notifications on, but don't rely on them. And Twitch and YouTube notifications do the guy dirty all the time. But yeah, man. And obviously we've been scoring without it, man, but you want to see him scoring, people. Um, it can happen because we are we are the youngest team. There's still a little bit to improve. Like I said after the game, I feel like I'm not doing things properly like I started the season, but I still think we're doing very good. In one of the tough leagues, we're still in first position. We are playing good, but obviously we want to score more goals to win games. It's four games I've started and I don't score. So that means when you do bag, you're going to score twice, man. Yeah, man. Lava, lava splashes. Good save there. Good save there. But anyways, it's four games I've started and I don't score. That's happened before. Um, and I'm pretty sure in the future it's going to happen again. That's football. I don't want it to be like this. Of course, I want to improve. I want to work like always in my life. Then the next game, I will try again and 100% I will score. We're all hoping, man. We're all hoping. We're all hoping. We're all hoping. I've said many times that I enjoyed my time at City. Everyone needs a new challenge. That's that's what I felt at the time. I'm so happy. I think it was the best decision to feel more comfortable. I have a challenge here and that's what I want to come here with a young team. I think in the team, I am the fifth, fourth or fifth oldest. I still feel young here. Are you? You might just be. Are you, though? What, Xhaka's older than you? El Nene's older than you? El Nene, Xhaka, Partey. I think you're older than Odegaard. I'm not sure about holding. Cedric's here as well. You know, good way I forgot about him. Probably not, but we get what he's talking about still. Big up Jesus, nonetheless, people. But I still feel young here. And I see in the training session, everyone wants to improve. Everybody wants to, to learn and win. Sacra Martinelli are machines. I joke with them. I think I'm a player with a lot of energy and I run all the time. I fight all the time. But when I train every day with them, I realise I'm not even close to them because they just don't stop. Look at this humble guy. Stop being humble, man. I love this guy, but stop being humble, my guy. You're being a bit too humble. Where's the proof? I don't know what you're on about or what you're asking for, but I don't know, officer. Anywho, 
You're a bit humble. I like that, Jesus, but a bit of cap, man. You can do... Oh, stop capping, man. You definitely forgot what skill is there, but I love you all. I'm not even close to them because they just don't stop. They're machines, quality players as well. They're still young, both 21. I'm very lucky to play with them. I'm not a leader like a captain. I've had a few like company like Fernandinho as well who taught, shout and help the team a lot. I'm more relaxed. I talk just sometimes, but I think I show it on the pitch and in training sessions. I run, I help. If I have to run for some players who are tired, I run. I don't care. That's why I think the coach chose chose to be one of... Chose, I think they mean chose me to be one of the captains. I can't see. I'm really happy and I'm grateful for that. Jesus, you're too kind, man. I mean, it's just a poll, bro. Take part, take part in the voting or shush. Like, there's no proof. Like, just, just vote or just keep stumping. But where that's concerned, that is where the press conference ends, people. So, yeah, it is what it is. Fifth old is crazy. Is he, though? What? Partey, Xhaka, Cedric, El Nene. Yeah, you probably are. You're older than Holden. Are you? Rob Holden, how old are you? 27, okay. Yeah, Gabriel Zuzi or not, bro? 25. And how old is Odegaard? Okay, you're older than Odegaard. Yeah, but my maths might be terrible, but Holden's older than him. Cedric is older than him. El Nene is older than him. Jacques is older than him. Partey's older than him. So it's, it's, it ain't it six. Wow, the guys that actually play? Maybe fifth. Maybe he's airing some duns, man. Work rate hard, DJ. Appreciate that. Cedric will probably be sold. But on paper, do you know what? Even though I Cedric could leave tomorrow if he wants, but I, I don't know if I feel 100% confident letting certain players go. You know, if, if I like El Nene as part of the squad, but El Nene, Lukonga on loan, you know, a couple of other players, Cedric, they could all go. I'm not going to put up a fight, but with us, our need for bodies, I'm not too sure if we should sanction these things in, in, in January. I'm happy that it's not my decision to make, I must admit. But you get the point what I'm going with. Odegaard Hella Young feels like he's been about for time. Playing around for playing, playing for finger years will do that to you, innit? Being around since 16, and that will do that to you. And Cedric ain't going nowhere. Him and El Nene and that are doing their coaching badges. Completely forgot about Matt Turner. So yeah, he's not quite. But we'll allow, we'll allow Jesus, you know, outfield players. We'll we'll give him one so he doesn't get further bumped down the line. But the point he might have been inaccurate, but you might as well be one of the oldest. Because you've got a wealth of experience. Out of some of the names we said, you're more of a vital player than them. So, yeah, I hear it, really. I hear you, DG. It's one-in-one-out policy for me, but we haven't done that for at least the last year. Cedric should leave. We can't risk it. Our fullbacks are delicate like grass. Glass. Pepe is older, but not the club at the moment. That as well. Unless we are due to sell someone which generates us some cash to add to this laughable war chest. Fell off the, the 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 couch and crushed my suit when Tottenham got buoyed, saying that, don't know why I feel so nervy about tonight's game. You give a score prediction, yet James, you're a funny guy, man. Uh, I'm nervous because, I again, I, I think going into the PSV game yeah, last week, I personally think I'm guilty of overgassing them because they did lose to Rangers to get in this, but they're one of the most informed teams in Europe. You know, guys are playing for moves. They're doing well. It's probably always going to be between us in the group. And testament to how good we were. And we could have been better and put them to the sword and scored a couple more goals. But, um, yeah, they were quite toothless, in it? And I kind of believe that today. But they're going to be playing with 12th men, the home crowd. You know, while we're focusing on top and they can still finish top, 
you don't know with Glint, Glint might do so. If Glint pick up two wins in these next two match days, the final two match days, they pick them to second place. It's over for PSV. So their backs are against the wall. They probably know that they didn't give a good account of themselves. Like, I was at the game, bro. The only PSV Dons, a couple players did well. Goldie Capo was Cody Gapo quiet. I think Xavi Simmons did well. I did think their left back was in the trenches. They weren't bad. But their fans, it's their fans who put in more of a shift. So I'm sure they owe it to their fans for making them make the trip, the short trip in, you know, to England. They have to put a better performance in, really. And you have to remember as well, in the last, what, part of the PSV, Glynn, Leeds, Southampton, we haven't lost. Some better than others, some performances better than others. But you can start to see a bit of fatigue now. And this week, you know, obviously we got Nottingham Forest. You can see the fatigue. So that is also something to be wary of. And we don't know what Arteta is going to do. But you'd imagine, based on what we saw in the press conference, the man's going to go strong in it, confirm this. We we move and focus on Nottingham Forest. Heavily rotated uh, squad against Zurich. And I believe after Zurich will be Chelsea. The man are fresh for the Chelsea game and that. Um, so I'm going to go with 2-1 Arsenal. I hear that with the assisting. But look, brother, Jesus is better than Nunes for me because he, you know, he's doing more on the pitch and that he's clearly convinced the world of football that Jesus is a better fit at this moment for Arsenal than Liverpool. Um, but I think Nunes will score goals. And at the end of the day, the strikers, no matter how much the game develops, strikers are bought for goals. Jesus, all this other creme de la creme stuff that he's doing is perfect and stuff. But we know you've got that goals. You know, we ain't got a striker. We didn't have a striker. I'm going to say we didn't because we got Jesus, who I think can get it, but I don't know. He ain't got a strong catalogue of goals. I think the most he's bagged is 13 in the league. I've said with Darwin Nunes, his general play might be scrappy, but he will score goals. Strikers are paid to score goals. Everything you do beyond that's extra. In the modern game, you have to do a lot more, but we can't really use that to save face. You know, I'm going to back Jesus to the death, but bro, this is... You know, the one thing that Jesus needs to prove is that he can score goals. He's, you know, he's had a hand in 10 goals, 10 capping a bit, make it sound a bit better. You know, Jesus FC and that. He's contributed, had a got hand in 10 goals in 14 appearances for Arsenal so far. But when you stop capping, that is five goals and five assists in 14. Um, Palmeiras, probably his best goal scoring record when he was a young G, 21 goals in 52 appearances and six assists. For, for City, as good as he was, 46 assists. 95 goals, just shy of the 100 club in 236 games. And obviously, weren't always playing up front. 170 Premier League appearances, 63 goals. So, that shows you he can score, but we need him to do that. And 36 assists. Good record for Brazil, 19 and 56 as well. Fair enough, man. So, yeah. I'm sure you ask Jesus the way he talks. He'd rather score than assist. He seems like a good team player, but strikers want to score goals, bro. We gotta be honest, mate. Do you bring Martinelli on and Nelson on the right, or bring Saka on right and Nelson on right? Huh? I think I don't know what that means, but if I've, he might go Martinelli and Saka, one one's led to oh, I don't know, you know. I think it might. I I do hope it's actually Nelson, Jesus, and Saka. You know, Martinelli come off the bench, save Martinelli's legs, but he might start again, man. Would you mind spending sixty five on Mudrick? bit overpriced. PSV is apparently banned from selling tickets in their next away match. What happened there? Crazy. What what the hell happened? What the hell happened there between these lot? That sounds a bit mad still, if I'm completely honest with you. Fair enough to them though. Sorry people just making a timestamp. I'm gonna cut out these clips after. So yeah man. 
Well, imagine he turns being out like Liao. I'd sure if the scouts have done their job, why not, man? That's the issue you take. You either buy him now and he either flops or does well, or you wait. I'd rather, if we're going to spend that, go for someone that's a bit more confirmed. Whoever that might be, 3 1 to us. It'll be a strong squad that will that we will field. I see PSV getting trunched by us. I hope so. I hope we put the game to bed in the first half. And then some young players can play and, you know, you can't look beyond PSV. That would be disrespectful. But we can start the planning for Nottingham Forest, which is going to be equally a, a tough game in its own right, people. On the topic of Nottingham Forest, if you're on YouTube, smash the like button because I've actually, I didn't even re remember I did that. Set up the watch along for that. Once again, people, tomorrow, well, later to, that's, that's, well, tomorrow we'll do content. But later today is PSV versus Arsenal. So make sure you've turned your notifications on, whether you're on YouTube or Twitch. And I'll see you for that one. There's the link. And then we do whatever. Shout out to the 26 people, 25, excluding myself. You have hit that. Appreciate that. DG, if we make Champions League, we'll be seeing a will we be seeing a DG European tour? Why not? But I ain't going Napoli away. I ain't going nowhere in Eastern Europe away. Yeah, man. And you don't need to get the subs up. This ish ain't cheap, bro. So yeah, man. With that being said, though, people, we've been here for an hour and 42 minutes, 44 minutes, actually. So I'm going to leave you lot. First things first, appreciative of all your talking points, your consistent support. Once again, your talking points, because, yeah, we went over the current news and stuff, but it's you lot who make the platform. And I appreciate that. Appreciate your consistent support, whether you're on Twitch or YouTube. Hope you're all having a progressive week in your personal and private lives. And, yeah, man, I'm going to go have some lunch, cool off for a bit, set up the other laptop and, you know, watch along business the next time I see you lot, man. So, yeah, it is what it is. If you haven't subscribed, hit the like button, turn on your notifications. Make sure you're doing that. Make sure you're following on all the platforms. Everything is in the description. Deludaguna04 and everything apart from Snapchat, which is Deguna04. That goes for Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok and all the rest of it. Make sure you're checking out the playlist on my channel as well, people. Um, and on that, you know, you lot stay blessed, stay safe. And I'll catch you lot in a piece, man. <laughs>